Jack on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. You don't have to think about it. It is right here. It is right now. Love so strange. Said you never know. How you doing today, Brandon Stokely? I'm doing great. How you doing? Fantastic. Happy Tuesday. Short week. That's right. Kind of gets you all screwed up when you got that Monday off. I, we don't ask for it off. No. I, 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 I'd come into work on Monday, especially during the wintertime. It's like most of the time you can't do anything else. You could have um, came in. Huh? You could have came I, in. I don't think they want you to. They don't even give you the option. Ah. They don't ask you. Do they ask you? No, they don't ask you. They just no. tell you. No, yeah. So, um, but it's all good. Relax. Yeah. I went up to Pueblo, actually, and swung them a little bit. You went down to Pueblo. Yeah. But to me, it's up. That's the way I look at things. It's up because I go right. It's up. Shout out to Pueblo guy, Chris. I was just paying. I don't know. I think he heard my voice or something, and he's like, I listen to y'all all the time. Big fan. He's like, I'm about to, I've heard you talk about it before. So shout out to Chris. Shout out. Andy over there that takes good care of us. So love it. You talk about blowing hard. Your game? The wind. Oh. The wind. Oh. 20, 30, <laughs> 40. <laughs> My game was pretty tight, though, for that. <laughs> yeah. 40 mile an hour winds? That's a lot. That's too much. Oh. That's too much. Brutal. At least it was warm. Had a lot of fun. Would you rather, um, like, be freezing cold and not have wind or, like, because... Freezing cold? No, not freezing cold. Cold. I mean, as cold as you're going to put yourself out on a golf course. That's a good question. Because ah, they both suck. Right. Yeah. Wind is brutal. I mean, it's so hard to play in the wind. Um, so it's... it's. Um, but I, I, I had a great time. Bearcat Jim didn't have a great time. Oh, no. um, if you If you follow me there... Uh, took that, took that L. <laughs> took, ran his mouth and took the L. Uh, so it was a great, it was a great present day for me. Great, yeah, love it, yeah. love yep. it. Yep. How about you? Had uh, oh man, great weekend, great weekend. Probably the busiest weekend I've had in a while. Busy. Going out to dinner, going to a high school playoff game, going to basketball social house in Centennial. What a fun place that is. It's like Top Golf, but instead of like a bay, you get like literally like a little half court. With a sectional oh, wow. couch, full bar, full menu. Got the TV on in your bay with the court. Got the college basketball games going on. And you just shoot. You shoot. You do whatever you want. I mean, they have full court, half court. I mean, it's like, but it's your, your own bay. Right. So it's like me and it was me, my wife, my kid, huh. my, my, my sister-in-law, her husband, their what son. What sister-in-law is this? Sister-in-law number one. Oh. Uh, so have, did y'all figure out how many sister-in-laws you have? Two. Like, for real? <laughs> I got two. No, seriously. Like just we, stop. We, you, just no, stop. No, 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 no. Don't stop. Don't just stop. stop. No. No. Just stop. I'm not. I mean, <laughs> so, this is a serious conversation. You didn't know how many sister-in-laws you had. So you had basketball, social house, top golf yesterday. Wow. Kids stuff every single day. Look at Non-stop you. playing. I mean, just it was a, it was a long action-packed fun weekend, had time to do ribs on the Traeger, ribs. watch the All-Star awesome. game and all this stuff. Ooh, I mean, ooh. it was um, it was a it was a it was a fun action-packed weekend at the buy house. Did you get your coffee? I br- did, did you get it? Did you bring it in here? No. You didn't bring me any coffee. Of course I didn't. Coffee is only for winners. <laughs> you are a loser. Goodness. 
One bet. You want, but just because you high five the guy one time doesn't mean we have to take him at plus five fifty to oh. win the three point contest. That's on you. That was on you, and you chimed what in trying to. Yeah, yes. Who cares? So, it took a flyer on my guy Kevin Herter at plus five fifty. But you said that was Drew's birthday gift. Oh, stop. Having fun. Having fun. No, it's Rough not weekend fun for when my you guy, lose. Kevin Herter. It's Rough not weekend. fun when you lose, Zach. It's not fun in games when you lose. It's not all jokey jokey. I given you enough winners Goodness. to flow. No, you haven't. I certainly have. Goodness. Certainly have. What did you think of the All Star game? Oh, I was terrible, man. Something. It was terrible. I hit my over, so every bucket oh, was like you. But you know, it was like Stoke, I don't know what the I don't know what the solution is. I genuinely don't know. I just know that what it is right now, it sucks. It's horrible. Yeah. Look, horrible. It's, it's going and down the, the, it's the, worse. the Pro Bowl, you know, the, the NFL Pro Bowl route where it's, it got worse and worse and worse. And then finally it's like, well, they're not even tackling anymore. They're two-hand touching. They're holding guys on up the first and then they're blowing the whistle. On the first play, because it used to be like second half they'd loosen up. Right. First play on the last Pro Bowl, they didn't tackle to the ground. Yeah. It's like this has got to be done. Right. And 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 now you know to your point. What what do you do though? What do you do? Like guys aren't even trying. You know you're not playing defense. You're just watching guys go down the court, throw it off the backboard, slam. Is like okay. So what do I care about that? Like if there's not competition, I don't care if it's LeBron and Jokic. Like I'm not going to watch. And I didn't watch. You know the majority of it. I didn't watch. I um I have no interest in wasting my time on an exhibition basketball game that's no one's competing. You know, I didn't watch the Pro Bowl. I hadn't watched the Pro Bowl in years. Um, and I'm not going to watch the All-Star game. It's like, why? I, I don't know why people would tune into something like that. Do you have a solution? No, uh, I don't. Uh, I'm a huge NBA fan. So I watched every uh, stage of All-Star weekend. And it's broken. Like, that much is clear to me. Like, I'm an NBA What's guy. Broken? The, the weekend, Everything? The weekend is broken. How is How can the three-point contest be broken? Um, did you watch it? No. Okay. That's why I'm asking. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so. Like, like, it's just three pointers. Right. So, you have, it's not though. So, you have your, your money balls, right? right? They've always had that. Right. They have a whole money ball rack. You have a whole money ball rack. And you get to pick where it is, which even then, they did that the past couple of years. I'm like, whatever. You're just trying to add another element and evolutionize this thing. Right. But Pepsi is launching a new drink to counteract Coca-Cola's Sprite. So you have the, and it's called Starry, okay? No. It's the same colors as Sprite. It's like, like I so, thought 7-Up was like Sprite. You're, you're asking the uh, wrong guy. So Wait, they they're, have, they're doing a knockoff of Sprite and they call it Starry? Yes. Oh, that's awful. So, wow. so, so wow. in between racks at oh the top of the key. Okay, Stoke, follow me. I so you got, your, you got your rack from the wing, right? Yes. And in between your rack... From the wing and your rack at the top of the key, you'll like jump into this big circle. That's a starry logo, and you shoot oh, the no. starry basketball. Oh, that's no. worth four points. Oh no! I mean, it's a, and it's a, it's a deeper three. And guess what? It worked. We're going. What's starry? They didn't explain it to you. Where we're googling, right? And we're oh, it's a it's a sprite spinoff. The next day, we're at the store. My ten year old nephew. What did oh. he want to drink? He got starry. He wants oh, to serious? try. It. Yeah, he wants to try. Wow. It. So, okay. Whatever they're doing. Did it, you it, try it? It worked. I didn't. Did anyone? What? Any I, reviews? I, I, he said it was good. He said it was good. He said it was good. Okay. So. Um, but he's ten. So yeah, he's ten. But like, so so it worked. Well, like whatever your target is, if your target is a ten to fourteen year old, like whatever, it worked. It worked. But that's not like it's inorganic. 
So you're saying how could you screw up a three-point contest? Well, there you go. You 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 twist the competition itself with the sponsor and you make it about that. The slam dunk contest, I don't know what to do. There was some there was some really good organic dunks. There was a few there was a few um really good ones. There, I, I there, there was a couple really good organic dunks. But no one knows who these guys are. And I think that the the dunk contest, actually, this is the final installment for me. And just talked about it this morning on the Mile High podcast. Like, it's the final Jump the Shark moment. What is Jump the Shark? We talked about this. It's the happy days. Remember happy days with the Fonz and Ron Howard uh, from the 1970s about a family from the 1950s. And eventually they had so much success, but it's season after season creating content. All-Star Weekend after All-Star Weekend creating new dunks. And then you get to a point where the Fonz is jumping over a shark on a motorcycle and you just hit pause in the middle of it and say... How did we get here? How did we get here? The winner of the dunk contest doesn't play in the NBA. For me, I, I, I'm out. What do you like? What, what does he play in? The Delaware Bluecoats. Wait, what? He got the brought, G League. Yes, he, no. He got brought up on a 10 day contract to compete in the dunk contest. Oh if, wow! If we're just hiring dunkers for because you're already it's All Star Weekend and no one's a star in the slam dunk contest. But now we're bringing in guys who aren't even wow, in the NBA. I didn't know that. Was his dunks awesome? Certainly were. But guess what? I play with a guy from France who's on the, like the, 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 the lower level circuit that can jump over a car and throw it between his legs. Does he belong at All-Star Weekend? No. No. And so for me, it's like, uh, like I could go on YouTube and watch. Like this, was, this is supposed to be NBA stars, and I grew up watching Vince Carter and T-Mac and Steve Francis and Kobe Bryant and Jerry Stackhouse and all these guys do the dunk contest, and now you can't get even middle-tier NBA players a la, like, Blake Griffin did the dunk contest. Right. Jason Richardson did the dunk contest. Was he, is he going to the Hall of Fame? No, but that dude scored 15,000 points in that league. Like, these were dudes. I'm watching the guy. I'm not watching the backup center from the Knicks who averages three points a game go head to head with the guy from the G yeah, League. Yeah. The hell are we doing, Stoke? Yeah, um, well laid out. I um, see. I didn't realize that about the three point contest. That is just too much. Like, just shoot the basketballs. Why do we have to do all these extra bonuses and like all of that stuff? It's to try to you know keep people's attention. Yeah. Um, but I think the three point contest should just be. Pretty vanilla and basic. I mean, that's what it is, and you have some stars doing it, and you still have stars yes, doing it. Yes, You know, when you have Lillard and, yeah. and, and, and guys like that, that that like to do it, it's, it's not taxing on your body or anything. Um, and and but 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 the duck contest, you're right. It's uh, I didn't realize that guy came up on a ten day contract, but you don't know any of these guys' names no, anymore. No, the All Star Game itself is is just no competition, and it's gotten worse. Stoke, I looked at the total score from the 2018 All Star Game. 66 more points were scored on Sunday than the one just five years ago. You're talking about 359 points scored on Sunday. That's closer to 400 points than it is 300. And you got the coach. Adam Silver cannot be happy with Michael Malone because you're doing all this, and then you got the head coach who's coaching the All-Star game say that's the worst game that's ever been played when it's supposed to be a celebration of your league. That's real talk. That's good. It, 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 it you want to get the league's attention about this? That 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 stuff needs to happen. NFL finally realized, well, yep. we can't keep going down this road of tackle football. Right. Let's go flag football. Right. Right. I mean, I don't. What do you do in the NBA? I don't know. But but what I do know is what the current rendition of All Star Weekend. It's just it's doesn't matter. 
at the end of the day, does it matter? It's not going to no, ever be. No, no, but it's not going to ever be how we grew up watching these games, right? It's not like that anymore. It will never be that way. Can we just watch it for what it is and just say, okay, whatever? I don't know how many people tuned in for it. Probably two million. Let's just right. say two million people. And it's probably better than you know a, a normal show that they would yeah, have, yes, right? Yes, and so yes. it's like whatever. We're just going to keep doing it because people, some people will tune in. Yep. And, and you want to know what, dude? Let's and let's be real. And I know we're going along here, and this is the last thing I'll say. It just might not be for us. Yeah. What if they're asking the 14-year-olds and the 17-year-olds? I loved it. I loved it when I was that age, and maybe someone my age then was saying, this ain't what it was when it was so. Right. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not in their demo anymore. I yep. don't know. Okay. Oh, we're off and rolling here on a Monday. Broncos coaching search update is coming up next. It's Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Broncos coaching updates from over the weekend. Stoke, we still do not have a defensive coordinator here in Denver. Zach? Yes? In the next 48 hours, that's you my think prediction. So? I think it will finally happen in the next 48 hours. Do you agree with that? It or feels disagree? like a coming from a sound mind. Yeah. And a, yeah. Thought about it a lot this weekend. I said, yeah. it's got to be the next two days. Has gotta to be. be. Has to be. Yeah. Here's some updates. Uh, we have Cliss on Saturday who has uh, spearheaded his reporting here over the weekend, saying, quote, Vance Joseph spent about eight hours at the Broncos headquarters interviewing for the defensive coordinator job. Interview went well. Both Joseph and Rex Ryan run uh, uh, run a 3-4. Just for people that don't know, 3-4 uh, defense, you got a, a uh, with three down linemen and kind of four linebackers, and then you can also run the 4-3 defense with four down linemen and three linebackers. So the Broncos have been running a 3-4 for a while now. For, for a long time. Yeah, and so if you all of a sudden get a coach that runs a 4-3 system, now you got your personnel is, is all out of whack, right, right? Right, And so that's why that's a big deal. Both of these guys can run the 3-4 system, run the 3-4 system, and so your personnel now can stay the same and don't have to have a big overhaul of the type of players that you're looking for. Very well said. Thank you. Uh, Mike, uh, almost copying uh, you, says decision may come within the next couple of days. End quote. Yep. So, per source, per Stokely, per <laughs> per Stokely. Cliss goes on to say Rex Ryan followed Vance Joseph with an interview Saturday at Broncos headquarters for the DC job. Source confirms no immediate decision on defensive coordinator. While Ryan and Joseph made it to the second round. Sean Payton may interview another candidate or, or two before making the final decision, end quote. Okay. Another detail. Phil, again, this is coming from Cliss. Philly has made some defensive coordinator interview adjustments in terms of like their, their uh, days guys were interviewing and their timetable. He goes on to say, Cliss does per source, Vance Joseph will interview via Zoom with Eagles on Wednesday and again via Zoom on Thursday with general manager Howie Roseman and owner Jeff Laurie. Meanwhile, Joseph and Rex Ryan remain in the hunt for the Broncos' D.C. job, end quote. Okay, so I just gave you a bunch of information. I, I don't know if this actually is going to come into focus in the next 48 hours. If Vance, well, it could because Vance, I'm thinking it's Monday. Vance's Zoom interview with the Eagles is tomorrow. And then he's got another interview via Zoom on Thursday with the general manager and the owner. 
What do you make of all this information here? Yeah, I look, I, I just think it's got to be Rex Ryan. I mean, this is where this thing is heading, right? I mean, it feels like that for a couple I, different reasons. Right, exactly. I, I just don't know how you hire VJ here. I like VJ. It, 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 it was in over his head as a head coach. It wasn't good enough, obviously. And, you know, he's going on now to be a defense coordinator for three, four years, whatever it's been. And Yeah, four years. He hasn't done a great job there. No. You know, to be nice, it hasn't been really good. So, I think I heard Cliss on and said he's done a good job as a defensive coordinator. I'm like, eh, Cliss, that's, that's, that's bad reporting there. I don't, I don't think so, man. I, a couple like, of years ago, a couple of years ago, there was like some buzz like, is Vance getting this defense back? Could right. Vance get another opportunity? But that was, that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. So, I'm just like, eh. No, that, that ship sailed here. Just like um, who else? Who else will we look at? I mean, like sometimes the ships just say, "Oh, it's just time to move on," and let's not repeat this. And it's just not a good situation to bring Vance in here. Not right now. Not here. Not now. Let him go somewhere else, and hopefully, he does a good job here. Just, just no, thank you. And you know, let's go with Rex Ryan. Let's go with someone else. But I think the the VJ ship has kind of sailed from Denver here for for the foreseeable future for me. You're you're probably right. You're probably right. And not not to make it about um, a sales job or a press conference, but wouldn't it kind of be a rough sell around here? Yeah, it would be huge. It would just be sell. a really rough sell. And I, I, it does feel like Rex. It feels like Rex for, let's just start from a, um equity standpoint. I mean, Rex has a real resume. The pause in his career gives other people pause. The fact that he hasn't been in the year uh, right. in the in the groove in the NFL groove for six years—that's significant. That's a significant amount of time off. It's not ideal, right? It's not ideal. That's, that's probably the best way to put it. it. It's it's not ideal. Does it move the needle enough to have another quali- uh, another candidate who's not as qualified usurp him because like he was just in the NFL last year? What what did that get you? The thirty-first ranked defense in the league. Does that like take precedent because he was in the NFL? Over a guy right. who did it at an infinitely higher level but hasn't done it in six years. You'd rather a guy that hasn't done it than a guy that did it bad. Right. Right. And, look, this is what you have the interview for if you're Sean Payton. Rex has been out a while. Well, well let's see. Right. Hey, right. what are you going to do? Right. What are your plans? What has changed? What is what is the same? Like, what's your approach to the game? All these things. You know, how would you, you know, try to stop Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert? What would your philosophy be there? So, I think um, that's why you have these interviews with, with a guy like Rex Ryan. That's right. To see where he's at and, um, and you know, if, if his philosophies mesh with yours and how he views defenses nowadays because, you, look, that is a little bit of a, of a concern. It's just not ideal that he hasn't coached in six-plus years, whatever it's been. And, and I heard today, I think, I don't know if it was, if it was Mark, Mike, or or other Mike, uh, Cliss, um, they're talking about, like, Rex hasn't called the defense in, a, in longer than that. Like, he was the head coach at some spots that we need to we need to dive into. I don't know exactly when he gave up the defensive calling responsibility. So he hasn't called defenses for a while. Now, look, as a head coach, he's heading up that defense. Sure. And he's just letting someone else kind of right. call the thing. Right, right. And, right. But he's a big part of all that game planning and all of that. But um, I, I – I'm not overly concerned about it, but at the same time, that's why you have the interview process if you're Sean Payton. I just can't see bringing Vance back. I just can't see it, man. I just like based off what? 
Right. That's I struggle. Like, okay, if you were going to pitch me on Vance, what's the number one thing you would pitch me on? Like, what comes to mind? There's no NFL equity or very little. I mean, I know there's relationships. I'm not saying Vance Joseph has forgotten more about football than I'll ever know. But you do not have a real resume. Uh, Top notch. He's got a resume. Yes, he's got a resume. Not of success. You're exactly right. So, and by the way, with Rex Stoke, it's not like Rex the last six years was selling insurance. Like, you, and, and, and you to a degree can speak to this because you played in league in, in the trenches for like a decade and a half. Are you in those same trenches? No. Are you watching a ton of football? Are you breaking football down? Are, are, are you staying? Are you keeping those tools sharp? Maybe not the same as you were as a player, but damn it, you talk about football every single day. Yeah, you're exactly right. And you're in it. And what are you thinking of? You're thinking as uh, Rex Ryan's thinking, hey, how am I going to stop this? What would I do here? How would I attack this style of an offense now? I mean, that's what I do when I watch the game. Right. I watch receivers like, okay, how would I try to get open here? What right. am I looking at here? All those different things. And so that's how his mind is working, and it continues to work when as as the years have gone by and just watching the games. Right. That's your thought process as a former coach or player. And I think uh, so – it's not like like you said. It's not like he was away, you know, selling insurance or just hanging out at home on the couch, not paying attention. I mean, he was heavily involved in the NFL and football. Yep, and he's surrounded by other NFL people, and they're all going back and forth and breaking this stuff down on a regular basis. So we'll see what happens. I think it's fair to say in the next 48 hours, something should come into focus. Until then, we'll wait with bated breath who the next defensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos uh, will be. Is this a kid's high school? Yes, that is Mac uh, in that, high school. That is Mac McClung. Yes. So Mac McClung, it was a flat out um, dunk contest champion. I mean, since his youth. I mean, his stuff had been going viral on like YouTube and his social media channels for many years. Like, and and if you just join us, you missed it. Like, I kind of went off on on the dunk contest and kind of how it jumped the shark. And but I don't mean it against him personally. He's had a real basketball career. Was a you know three star recruit. Went to Georgetown for a few years. Played in the Big East. Transferred to Texas Tech. Texas Tech with Chris Beard had some real teams. Remember making oh, runs. Yeah. He was a part of uh, one or two of those teams. That's where I've seen so, him from. Yep, yes, and you recognize Texas that Tech. face, right? Yes. It's like he was a tough, tough, stinking guard. Um, I don't remember him ever dunking like any great dunks at Texas Tech. I just remember him shooting the three. Yep. Once in a while, if he had a step yeah. or a putback, um, but certainly not uh, to the level that, I mean, this guy I mean, was doing like five forties Below the waist, back. I mean, that that some of these dunks are just insane. And how tall is he? I mean, he's he's got to be 6'2". Yeah, tallest, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's literally, I think he's listed at 6'3". Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, he's a fantastic Next level athlete. He looks older than he wow. is when he's out there. When he's out there playing, but he's 24 years old, young player. Now he's a slam dunk champion. He'll be a trivia question. I just have a problem with how we yeah. got here. Yeah, and you made perfect sense. You did. You did a good job of laying it out. And and for someone like me that's not following it, yeah, you know that didn't really care to watch it right. at all. Right. You laid it out really nice because I think the three point contest. I think you're like, what? What do you mean? Like, how can you screw up the three-point contest? And then now you're having, like, whole money rack. You got, like, a, what's that company called? Starry. 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 So now a four-point shot. Yeah. Now it's not like, you could go to half court and make a 20-point shot and make up for it. Like, no, that's not what it's all about when we had Larry and, you know, all these other great shooters yeah. that were just, it's like, no, let's just keep it real and original. But, nope, got to cater to the crowd that just likes Something new? Yeah, stuff. new? I, I, yeah. yeah. I, it's um, okay. Um, all right. A new NFL window opens today. 
What will the Broncos do with it? That's next. Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. A new NFL window opens today. What will the Broncos do with it? Huh. Man, the NFL schedule, here it is. Today is a benchmark day in the National Football League, February 21st. Nondescript, just on the surface. Right. But today is the day that franchise tags can now be applied. Oh, we can. So we, if we wanted to, we could throw the franchise tag on Draymond Jones. That's right. That's really our only candidate, right? Yeah. That's it. I mean, the only guy that's going to be a free agent. I mean, you could look at possibly Reisner, but... Um, you don't want to franchise that. Cause it, because I, I don't mean that way. You don't want to franchise no. that as in Reisner. Like, at that price, because you got to pay these guys. Like, the average yeah. of the top five right. paid at the position. Yeah. So... You know, Reisner's been a solid player in Denver. Whatever the top five position for uh, left guard is, your chances are you'd rather just get a long-term deal done with Dalton Reisner before he ever did a franchise. Yeah, tag. it's like eighteen million bucks. Wow, that's the offensive line. Okay, I think I, think, okay. I don't. I think it's all the same. It doesn't matter if you tackle, guard, center. Oh. So like the oh. guards and centers get the benefit of of the tackle money, right? Kind of making the top five. Okay, and um, the last guard, I believe, just total. Guessing here that got franchise tag was Brandon Sheriff, mm. Sharif Sheriff. Yeah, Sheriff uh, from Kansas City. No, or, uh, was it Green? Washington? Or Washington. Washington. He was a okay. guard, and then he just signed. He, I think he got franchise tag two years in a row, and then he just signed a free agent deal with Jacksonville. Okay. Um, and but that's a big number to pay. I mean, you have to be almost. You have to be an All Pro guard, right? To, to to be able to 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 afford that type of number. If if you're a team, so you're right. You're, you're not gonna you're not gonna franchise tag Reisner. I'm just going through the process of thinking who could be our franchisees. Who could Draymond Jones? Reisner. Jones. I saw someone. Kister, help me out with this because you're involved with like our show prep stuff. Like, did someone throw out Kareem Jackson? Yeah, what was that think, about? Well, yeah, what? That, 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 yeah, that, okay. Because some, yeah. someone floated out like, could you could you franchise tag Kareem Jackson? I'm like, huh? what the hell? The, no. Uh, yeah, that someone's was, not paying attention and has a deadline and just put something out there. I yeah, think. that was that was bad. I saw that. Uh, but for guards, you're looking at like uh, uh, Brandon Sheriff about sixteen and a half million dollars per year. He signed a fifty million dollar deal over three years. Uh, Joel Bettino, uh Betonio from Cleveland. Yeah, he's sixteen million. Uh, Joe Thune from the Chiefs, sixteen okay. million. Wyatt Teller from the Browns, a little over fourteen million. So. You'd be like average in that for Reisner. That's why we're talking about these guard salaries. It just it wouldn't make sense. No, no. And then you but you throw the tackles in there. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Right for the franchise tag, for 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 a guard, you put the tackles price tag in there also, and it's about. I mean, you're, you're going to be paying the 19 million bucks, 18.2. So you're not franchising tagging uh, Reisner. The real only possibility here is Draymond Jones. Your thoughts? How do you feel about? Franchise tagging him. What's what's your overall thoughts about him about to be a free agent? You kind of talked me into this, or not talked me into it, but when you share your thoughts and we're here doing the show together, it I don't think it makes a ton of sense to tag him. It doesn't. You, you got to find a way to get a long term deal done with him. The number, if you tagged him, would be close to nineteen. Is that uh, correct? It, it, it is. And let me just read you the, uh, the the tweet from Mike Kliss this morning. 
He said, quote, while franchise tag window opens today, Broncos not expected to consider it for Draymond Jones until March 7th deadline. He said, even then, they may pass in hopes of working out a deal by the March 13th to 15th free agent opener. Broncos love Draymond. This is Cliss. Broncos love Draymond. May not love tags of $18.9 million for a D tackle and $19.7 million for a D end. Then again, no team ever likes a player's market this time of year. This figures to be a down-to-the-deadline negotiation with Draymond Jones. He's a very good player. And Cliss finishes, it's we can't afford that versus we can't afford to lose him dilemma not decided until deadline pressure, end quote. Okay, like if you if you think about it, it makes sense to wait till before the deadline, before it has to happen. Because once you franchise tag him, guess what? That's the that's the starting part point on the contract, right? right? And so you don't want to do that right now if you don't have to. Guess what you do right now? You try to negotiate a long term deal starting at a much lower number. But if you franchise tag him, that's the number. That's where everything is starting. So that's why you don't want to do it. That's why you want to wait and try to maybe get a long-term deal done. Probably not going to get a long-term deal done. He wants to hit free agency. There's no risk for him to get injured. And then if you franchise tag him, it's like, okay, cool. I'm making $19 bucks this year. All right. And then you can ball out. Oh, uh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, well, let me go ball out and get a deal done. Uh, and be a free agent next year, or let me, you know, now you can try to work out a long-term deal, but the starting point is going to be at nineteen million. So that's that's a high number for Draymond Jones. That's it why is. I don't it think is. you'll see them franchise tag him for one year. That's a huge cap hit number um, for a guy that's you know never been an All Pro, right? Let's be honest. So uh, we like Draymond, good player, but hasn't been a special player. So uh, that that number to me is for special players. And you you have a lot of needs on this football team. And, and and so just to lock it up for a one-year deal, to me, doesn't make sense. You try to work out a long-term deal with him, you can't. And then you let him hit free agency and see what that number is and see if you can compete with that number. And if he's got to go, guess what? He's just got to go. Wow. And, and, and you got to, you know, find the next Draymond Jones or maybe upgrade that position. And, and you'll get a compensatory pick the following year in the draft. That's, right. That's one positive about it. It feels like, and I am totally speculating, can't emphasize this enough, but it feels like, judging by the tone of his comments, both during the season and after the season ended, if I had to guess, and again, I am just guessing, it feels like the Broncos are going to tag him or he's leaving in free agency. I think he'll, I think he'll, it's it's either one of those two. I don't think that, um, from where I sit right now, why wouldn't he go into free agency? Why wouldn't you? I mean, just kind of laid it out. There's right. no risk of injury. So I, it, it feels like you're either going to tag him and he'll play here for one more year or he'll get he'll go to the highest bidder. Yeah, that would be dumb for him to not see what the market is like for him and what the market says. You, you've gotten this far. Why would you take a deal right now? Why wouldn't you really see if you could get uh, more money out of a different team? You wouldn't. And you won't know unless you... Wait just a few more weeks. Right. That's, that's all you have to do. So that just makes the most sense here. And I just don't see them tagging him. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll obviously continue to follow it and see what it looks like. Uh, but I think with Draymond, like, like during the season, if you're looking for a contract extension and they don't offer one or if they offer you one that you feel is too low, 
you could you could get upset about that. And but as time goes on, all of a sudden, if you get a nice looking deal from that team, yeah, you let bygones be bygones, and it's all good. Thank you. Right, I got paid. George Payton said he's a core player that they want around for years to come. Is it George's call? Is it Sean uh, Payton's call? Yeah, I mean, yes, both of them, both of them. Okay, but ultimately, you know whose call it is. Greg Penners, or if not Sean Payton, there, Sean Kinda Payton, like yeah, in Greg, tandem. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Greg, Greg, Greg oversees everything. It's always his call at the end of the day. But you take him out of the equation. There's only Greg's not a football guy. He's not going to meddle in that stuff. It's it's just two guys that are running that ship. One guy overtook the other guy. The other guy was a captain last year, George Payton. Well, he got benched. He's second captain now, and Sean Payton is the captain. Look at me now. Mm. I'm the captain. Mm. That's Sean Payton. Okay. Do we uh, have that clip anymore? Uh, it's a, it's around here somewhere. Okay. It's around here somewhere. You're but we will be fo- we will be following the story because it's one of the bigger offseason storylines for Denver. It so. is. Yep. Uh, okay, one of the most controversial plays in football is coming to Denver. Hang tight. We'll explain next. You're listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Beat it, Richie. Oh, y'all coming in here. I mean, like they're rolling in like we're just starting our break here. We're starting our segment. Beat it. <laughs> oh, Waddle no. out of here. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. He shuts Stokely's mic off. <laughs> Holy moly. Uh, one of the most, uh, you know what we're talking about? We're talking about odds. Odds on a sport where the outcome is predetermined. You can bet on wrestling now. Oh, wow. You can, no joke, you can bet on professional wrestling. And there's actually a market for it. Like, WrestleMania is coming up, and they got odds. Like, for 50 different websites, it has the odds. Like, but the, but it's it's predetermined. It's predetermined. Wait, it's predetermined? What? <laughs> what yeah. do you mean it's predetermined? Yeah, there's like a script, like the NFL. Oh, well, we know the NFL is, but not wrestling. Oh, uh, it's like so it's funny. predetermined. How are you going to have real, like, real money odds on That's a, real blood. Like, that's a real chair that's hitting someone. Well, that much is true. That much is that much is true. Uh, but it's just like wow, and there's a real market for it. What about insider information there, dude? And like, I think these, seriously, and I think these guys, that. these guys, like all sign stuff. I think it's like you lose your job or you lose your spot, like on the card. Because there has been these these old you know rumors where someone's like, hey, like I'm going over as champion, like I'm going to become champion, and Vince finds out about it, and then he's changing the plan, and you're not going to become a champion, type yeah. stuff. So, yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, okay, one of the most controversial plays in football is coming to Denver. I think most controversial plays. How could there be a controversial play in NFL football? What's a controversial play? Are you talking about the push play? Talking about the push play. Okay. How about this? While working at Fox, Sean Payton told Fox Rules analyst Dean Blandino, do you see this? No. That he will make regular use of the ability to shove a runner from behind until the rule gets changed. Why wouldn't you? This is what Blandino said. He goes, quote, I was talking to Sean Payton during Sunday's game. He's talking about the Super Bowl. I was talking to Sean Payton during Sunday's game, 
And he said, we're going to do this every time next season if they don't take it out. It amounts to a rugby scrum. This is Sean Payton, or this is Blandino talking about his conversation with Payton. It amounts to a rugby scrum. The NFL wants to showcase the athleticism and the skill of our athletes. This is not a skillful play. This is just a tactic that is not an aesthetically pleasing play. And I think the competition committee is going to take a look at it, end quote. And if they don't, we're going to see a lot of it here in Denver. Yeah, okay. Um, it is a dangerous play. Football is stinking dangerous to begin with. It's like, I, I get it, why you might want to take it out. But at the same time, it's like, okay, it's not like the best-looking play, but I still think it's kind of cool. And, you know, like, oh, this is too dangerous. It's football. It's supposed to be dangerous. I mean, come on. This is what why we love it, and you can't take all the danger out of it. Like, what are we doing? We're trying to, like, cross every, you know, T and dot every single I and everything to be perfect. We don't want anyone to ever get hurt. We want to take all the risk and danger out of it. No. Then it's not football. Then it's flag football. Then it's two-hand touch. Then it's the Pro Bowl. And it's so, like, okay. If you don't like to play because you just don't like it. But then, and they're also talking, and I'm kind of going on a, a roundabout okay. tangent here. Go. But then they also started talking about the tackling thing that they might look to change too because guys are getting, you know, how they have the horse collar. Yep. But they also are saying they might do the waist pullback tackle or something because someone got hurt um, with that tackle. And it's like it's, pretty soon these defensive backs, did you see that? I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be on the agenda. What? Yes. And so it's like pretty soon you're not going to be able to do anything as a defender. I just think they're going overboard a little bit. Here's my final thing on that push play, and I think it's cool. I like it. I think Eagles, that's great. Um, But what the Eagles do off of it's really cool, too. And we saw it during the game. They did a little pitch off of it. It looks like you're pushing, everybody's same, and then all of a sudden they pitch it outside. I think that was a fourth down play that they did that on also. Um, And and they did other things also throughout the course of the year. It wasn't all they line up. Like, they're going to push it, and then they'll go outside because everybody's boxed in the middle. Then they'll throw one, a little quick screen outside or something like that. So there's also a creative aspect aspect of it, okay? So are we going to take the quarterback sneak out, or are we just going to take – you can't push anyone. I mean, like, a quarterback sneak's dangerous, but I'll tell you this. Russell Wilson ain't the guy to do it. Mm. That's not the guy to do it. Why? Did you see how many times he got injured? Did you see how many concussions he got last year? At least – was it just one? I think it was just one concussion. Yeah. Felt like a couple almost. But, but there was a couple things. There was the thing with the shoulder and right. the lat and the that, There was three. There was, I think, three different injuries. So, like, but is, it, is that a high? Whoa, whoa. Help me out first. And I, I legitimately mean this. Please explain it to me like I'm seven. What about that play makes it so dangerous? Because it doesn't seem like a high-impact play to which, me. Which play? The push play. The push play. Well, you have... Someone yes. pushing you forward. Yes, the right? rugby scrum that if yes. you're just joining us, Sean Payton told Fox's Dean Blandino, the rules analyst over there, that he plans on doing this all the time if they don't change the rule. Well, if you have someone pushing you forward and you have someone coming in the other direction, I mean, that's and, and you're leading with your head most of the time as a quarterback, mm-hmm. right, on these sneaks, mm-hmm. that's a dangerous play, right? Okay. I mean, it's more force going forward and you're getting pushed and you're kind of, you're, you're I don't know, it's not you, you know. It's it's people pushing you, so you're moving forward faster. You don't have control of your body, okay, like like you would if it's your own feet. You okay, follow me, sure. sure. So, 
Um, I think from that aspect, yes, it's a little bit more dangerous. But goodness gracious, I mean, what do we do? If you just don't like to play, let's just say we just don't like to play. So that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I, like everything you're saying makes sense. I just, my own football instincts when I'm watching football, a fourth and one should be like the most exciting play in football. And that doesn't look like an exciting play to me. It actually looks like a departure from every other play throughout the game. Is that a so good enough reason gonna, to ban it? Wait. And that's what I'm saying. Is that a good enough right. reason? Probably not. But there's something about that play that just, it, it's sort of like, just like feels inorganic. It doesn't feel like yeah. any other play that the sport has to offer. Yeah, it's different. So do we take, so then instead of seeing that, you're just going to see a normal quarterback sneak. You want the offense to stay on the field because <laughs> right. you want more points. Right, like, right. I, so I don't know. I don't know. I just think they're reading a little bit too much into this. And let's 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 see what it looks like next year. One more year of it. And if it gets out of hand and, you know, I'm I'm open and receptive to it, to saying no. But right now, I kind of think it's cool. Okay. And I like the things that you can do off of it and, and stuff like that and be creative with it, I think, is, is cool. Let's not take everything out of it. You can't take all the dangers out of football. Um here, so I, I don't think Russell should be that guy, right? And if you remember a couple years ago, uh, Cleveland, no, excuse me, Indy, Indianapolis would bring in Jacoby Brissett just to do quarterback sneaks. Yep, I remember. Yep. Phillip Rivers was the quarterback. Yep. We're not sneaking with Phillip, right? Like, why? So we're going to bring in Jacoby Brissett. He's a big guy. It's like, okay, y'all know we're sneaking it. We know we're sneaking it. Let's go, right? And so I think. Now, Zach, and the other point here, and we is, saw that this year, by the way, with Malik Willis in Tennessee at times. There you go. I, I didn't follow Tennessee that close to see it. Um, like he would come in for one play, and it'd be like a short yardage situation. But go, yeah, go, yeah, go ahead, and then fumble it. And yeah. Then, yeah, look confused. Was, yeah. Um, the the other thing to think about here next year too is is okay. Of course, you're looking for like Sean Payton's here. You've heard some rumblings about Taysom Hill. Taysom mm-hmm. Hill. Who's mm-hmm. going to be our Taysom Hill, our mm-hmm. two-way Taysom Hill player? Um, but the thing is, what happened in that 49ers-Eagles game? The quarterback situation. Yeah. Where they didn't have a third-string quarterback, right? Because, you know, you used to be able to dress three quarterbacks, and now, you know, that counts against your thing, your, your numbers. You only dress two guys uh, realistically. Yep. So... Will they go back to allowing you to dress three quarterbacks and then your third quarterback is that guy? Interesting. Is your rusher. Very your, interesting. You know, hybrid type of guy. Hey, when we need to sneak it, especially when you got Russell. Like if you got Jalen Hurts, he's a young guy, he's you know, big and strong. We got an aging quarterback here that we're trying to evaluate and stay healthy. So our third string guy, and I don't know what the rules would be. Maybe if the third string guy plays, the other guys can't play. I don't, I don't, I don't know how it would be, but I think you would have to go down that road of looking for that type of player in short yardage situations because those are huge plays in the game, right? Huge plays massive, in the game. Yep. And Sean Payton's talking about it. I just don't think we want Russ doing that three or four times a game. Would you? No, no. After you're laying it out like that, I mean, I, I thought they could have gone to more Russell sneaks during the year. Seems like they did it increasingly more down the back stretch of the season. Um, but God, he did get banged up an awful lot this year. I mean, three different three different injuries that were all legitimate um, in the, in their own right. So it makes sense. I want to talk more about the who could be the Taysom Hill guy. We've been we kept on tabling it, and tabling it. The plan at the backup quarterback position. We'll talk more about that tomorrow because I I find it absolutely fascinating. I uh, am actually more relevant than ever here in Denver. Uh, okay, Stoke, are the Broncos open? 
to shopping one of their wide receivers to add more draft capital. Hang tight. It's next.